you know, in my day, in my day, we didn't eat ass. And, uh, and we liked it. Hell, we loved it. Not eating ass. That is, I'm kidding. I don't know what people was doing, but I do know that it's different when I walk around any given Sunday and see five different shirts, five different types of shirts, probably not even made by the same manufacturers, all of them suggesting that the person or the wearer is into eating ass. <clears throat> I don't know when it started, but I have an idea that it was when Destiny's Child came out with Bootylicious and suddenly we started to see the words Bootylicious on people's shorts, on their right on their backside, on their sweatpants. And honestly, that whole time was a little weird for me too because I, I just never thought of anything delectable being Bootylicious. It's not like you wouldn't drink a little bit of wine, you know, and try and give it a, give it a nice adjective. Ooh, mmm, this wine's Bootylicious. Ooh. It's dry and bootylicious. Um, or wet. Maybe I guess that would be the WAP, right? Wet ass pussy. You know, if you have an ass pussy, I hope it's wet. Because, <laughs> um, man, that's going to be hard to... Uh, <laughs> you're going to need a lot of lube. And moving on. I feel like is, is I feel like maybe there was a progression. You know? It started bootylicious. And, uh, and now we're at the eat ass stage. And... Um, I don't know. What is it eventually just going to be everything is ass? I've always wondered, though, about straight people that that are, are into butt sex. Have I always wondered about them? No, I haven't. It's just suddenly at the water cooler, uh, at the talk table, at the card game, it always seems to come up that some straight guy is going to get anal sex, most mo in most cases reluctantly from his wife because of a birthday or a bet or something, and it just never made that much sense to me i guess well actually at one time it did because i i've watched my fair share of porno and before i've ever had any butt sex um it seemed like that's the optimum and <laughs> because of the way they film it i dare say i think i think there's a lot of times they take the wincing out and and i think that maybe it's not an actual portrayal of the actor's wants and desires. But instead, people are just like, well, there's another hole. <laughs> Try filling that one. But I think about it, and I think about it, man, if my straight friends at the card table are this excited about fucking their wife's butt, why wouldn't they just be just as excited, if not more excited, by fucking a homosexual butt? It seems... It sounds borderline on like, uh, not, I'm not saying bi-curious, but I'm saying curious uh, about the gay, you're gay curious. It seems a little gay curious when you're into fucking straight butts. And let me explain. That girl, most girls, they grow up understanding, you know, the baseball references. First base, second base, you're getting a little feel up. Third base, stinky pinky. And fourth, and home run, you're sliding into home plate. You know, and so the girls heard this, they know, and so they're preparing. You know, they start looking at it and wondering, is it going to be acceptable? I don't even know what the chewed bubble gum is supposed to look like. Are these drapes hung properly? Um, it, 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 does my guy like fanny lettuce? You know, does he not like fanny lettuce? Do I have too much fanny lettuce? All those things are going through the girl's mind. She's obsessing over it until she has come up with the absolute best-looking portrayal of her vagina that she can. And that's acceptable. That's the way it should be. Guys probably do the same with their penises. Okay, we do. All right, but... Well, not nearly as much, but just like, it's big enough. But 
I think about the little gay guy that knows these girls. He's grown up with them. He's on the cheerleading squad, you know, and he knows all about these foibles, these ones they talk openly amongst themselves. Well, don't you think he's at home getting the dugout ready? See, the girl, she's she's thinking about home plate. She ain't even considering sliding into the dugout. She ain't worried about cleaning that up. You know, she ain't worried about this presentation, the way it looks or anything. And she just, you stay away from that. Go to home plate. It doesn't even make sense. He's rounding third and he takes a run straight into the dugout. <laughs> Is it? Well, that one. That one didn't score. Um, so the girl's not thinking about it. The little gay guy is. I mean, he's at home doing squats. He's bleaching it. He's doing, I don't know. He's doing stuff. I'm not gay. He's doing stuff. Trust me. He's doing stuff to make sure that pooper is perfect. It, to a girl, I think that anal sex is the most like maybe a Sheryl Crow song. You know? If it makes you happy, can't be that bad. <laughs> to a gay guy, this is like the Shangri-La, right? If you take that same heterosexual friend of mine, excited at the card game about going home and getting a little bit of birthday anal, turn off the lights. <laughs> I don't know. Put, put his dick through a hole. You know what I mean? Where only the experience is the butthole. And then swap out his wife. She'll probably be happy about it. <laughs> She'll probably be like, oh, that's cool. I'm going to go catch up on some Netflix. Um... Well, he is enjoying the best butt sex of his life because because you're not going to find better butt for butt sex than a gay butt. Am I wrong? I'm probably wrong. Okay, let me preface most of everything I say with I'm wrong. As a matter of fact, a long time ago, I probably should have put um, just a disclaimer on, on everything that you come to my my page here you see anything that you get on my on my podcast here uh the disclaimer is i'm wrong i'm i'm most likely wrong i'm probably wrong i am wrong that is my disclaimer uh, the the views and express and opinions expressed from myself are not right and nor do i know if they should be i'm only suggesting that maybe there's a little bit more thought somewhere you know maybe we haven't thought everything through perfectly and uh and and also I want to say the views that I hold are definitely not the views of the guests that I have on before anybody start thinking, well, Kyle thought this stupid thing. So these, these friends of his must think that no, no, my friends all seem to accept and know that I am not going to be right. That I almost don't even want to be. What fun is it to fit in? You know, like, does that really, and, and they enjoy that about me. My friends do. Uh, maybe my enemies don't, and maybe they're close as any of them, but I wouldn't know. All I do know is that my friends enjoy it because what a fucking boring-ass time. Because my friends aren't boring people. So what a boring-ass time to just sit down with somebody who just is like, yep, that's the way it is. I agree. <laughs> At any rate, uh, it just got me thinking because I'm seeing so much of this eat ass on shirts nowadays. Is it we've gotten to a point where we need to advertise this? I mean, pretty much I dare say anybody that you love, you could probably goad them into it. Is that a deal breaker for somebody? You know, that's like, oh, I, I went through his closet. He didn't have a single shirt that said, I eat ass. So I was like, what the fuck? We got in the bedroom. He was like, no, I never even considered it. I went home. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It just, there's a lot of work, you know, anal sex Maybe that's what I don't like about it. It's a lot of work. Actually, you know what I don't like about anal sex? 
And it's, it's all, see, this is why my opinions are not right, because they're subjective. They're only from my life experience. And we're talking to a person who thought he was going to be a bodybuilder. I know. It didn't work out. You might have noticed. Uh, but at one time, I thought I was going to be a bodybuilder, and I was lifting heavy weights. Uh, and for some reason, I thought that I would have a stronger core and not have to do as many sit-ups or oblique exercises if I didn't use a squat belt. Are you getting where I'm going with this? All right, there's a reason you wear something that keeps all those guts inside. <laughs> also, um, I'm a big fan of fiber. <laughs> and uh, big meals and and then you turn into my lifestyle which was tattooing where i sit on my ass all day long you see where this one's going you might want to stop listening but if not let me explain uh that one day i took my son for a bike ride and i sat down and it felt like somebody pinched the inside of my bowl <laughs> like hard and i had to go i had to take a break go upstairs in the bathroom and try and figure this out well what had happened is uh years of neglecting proper care for my um rectum wrecked it i wrecked my rectum yeah that's what happened i wrecked my rectum um and so i had to go see a doctor about it i i, I don't know my 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 rectum maybe it's probably over exaggeration but it looked like a japanese tentacle porn is that okay that's over exaggeration but it wasn't good everything was not good it was bad and we had to go see the doctor and one thing i've always talked about is when i turned 50 i knew i was going to see a proctologist right everybody knows you're going to see a proctologist and pretty much just in case you didn't know he's going to stick his finger in your butt just saying all right you're going to see your proctologist and he's going to say hey bend over and put on a pair of gloves so, well, not you put on, he's going to put on the pair of gloves as, you know, snapping them while he's saying bend over. Now, when, see, when I was planning this my whole life, I knew it. And, and, uh, and I don't know, I was never excited, but I always planned on doing the two-handed handshake, you know, to kind of give an interview to my doctor. You get to choose your doctor. So I was going to do the old two-handed handshake where you grab uh, the wrist and the hand, and then quickly you move your hand down the hand. Well, this isn't part of the handshake, but I was going to surprise them and say, Poom, and grab that index finger, you know, and kind of give it a feel because, you know, I'm looking for something. You know what I mean? I'm looking long and slender. Short and stubby is not my thing. You know what I mean? We don't need that trying to feel around in there and get whatever uh, it needs to know, right? So long and but when I when this all went down, it was very recent. <laughs> oh gosh, COVID protocols have gone into effect, and nobody was shaking hands. So I just walked in my doctor's office, just you know, embarrassed like anybody would be, with you know their butt bubbling out all the time, having to sit down to reset. And and the guy says, uh, you know, you start talking about the procedure and all that. I've already signed on. You know, we've already been through a couple of these these interviews, and we're talking now about the procedure. And he explains to me, well, it's just, Kyle, that we have to open you wide enough to work. None of that sounded good, and it even got worse when I looked across the way and saw Mr. Sausage figures over there. My, my doctor is like six foot four, um, and not a skinny guy. I'm not saying he's fat. He's a great doctor. If you need help with your butt, look me up. I'll give you a reference. But my doctor is... is uh, He's got some sausage fingers. 
And he said that. He's like, oh, we got to open it wide enough to work in. Oh, my God. I feel it, after the procedure, um, when all the drugs wore off, it did feel like they opened me up about as wide as the Holland Tunnel. And it felt about as if they put that much traffic through as well. But the long and short of it is now my butthole is back to being, I don't know, whatever it was prior to being not good. Because honestly, I didn't pay attention to it. It's not my thing. I didn't give up. I would have never thought about my bum in any kind of fashion almost if it wasn't for that, you know, episode. Which was an episode now. But, well, now it's an episode. It's an episode on my podcast talking about my butt problems. And possibly that's where my aversion to eating ass came from. And not just eating ass, actually, because, you know, what you do in the privacy of your home, home, uh, that that's you. And it, maybe there's a, maybe, a, maybe they just took a bath. I don't, like, I, I feel like the eat ass thing kind of needs some rules, some corollary, you know, or something. I eat, adjectives, I eat clean ass, you know, or I eat, <laughs> I eat uh, tasty, I don't even know what other adjectives you could put with it that would make it seem more delectable, you know, bootylicious, I eat bootylicious ass, um, but it seems like there could be just eating ass, like that's just your go-to, no, that's just what I do, come into the office, who's having problems today, all right, well, <laughs> got my tongue over here, I'm going to be eating ass, uh, what is it like if you're a fan of eating ass to the extent that you're wearing it on a t-shirt? What's it like for you to go into a shit, shit box, like a, a bathroom? Like, like do you... I, I don't even want to think about it. Just a bunch of people walking into the stink fest and being like, oh man, I'm getting horny. <laughs> is that what's happened? I could talk about that. It actually happened one time. Possibly one of the most flattering experiences I've ever had. Okay, this is aside from eating ass. But this is walking into a bathroom. I go into a love's bathroom. I travel all across the world, of course, because I'm super famous and awesome. Um, Actually, I only travel across America for the most part and went to England once. Canada, where I'm from. Uh, But that's still America. A lot of of us don't know that. But that's a continent. So America is actually the United States of America. You're welcome. I'm sorry. That's just something the Canadians have all the time. (laughs) At least my grandfather up in Canada, he would never say America. We would say America and say, you mean the lower 48. You know, we we would say America and he'd say United States, you know. He would just call it the States a lot of times. Uh, But here we are and I'm completely losing my train of thought. No, I'm not actually. I remember. So I'm traveling across the country. We're actually around Kentucky. And we're uh, leaving a tattoo convention. I think it might have been Kentucky. Louisville is usually where we go. If you want to come see me, come see me there. I'd love to see you. If you're the guy that I met in the love's bathroom, not as much of a need. Here's what happens. So I'm going in there and I'm breaking protocol. Now, maybe you don't know what protocol is for a guy. Maybe you're a female, so you don't know. Or maybe no one's ever taught you. But here's the thing. When you pee in a urinal, you look up. And you look right at that tile just above your nose and you never look down. 
You should be able to zip yourself and shake yourself, shake and zip yourself without ever looking down. Proper protocol. People break it all the time. No big deal. Do not have a conversation with somebody at the next, uh, you know, at the next urinal. And moreover, here's another thing. Very important. Very important. Never take a urinal next to somebody unless the only other urinal available is the small urinal. Nobody uses the small urinal. If you use the small urinal. You're a weirdo. Well, that's exactly what happens this day. Now, like I said, I did break protocol. I'm reading my text messages, but I'm at the urinal all by myself, right? And there's urinals on on, uh, both sides of me. One side is the small one, and there's four of these urinals. So the guy coming in, he could have used any urinal he wanted, but he picked the small one right next to me. I was reading my text messages, so he came in. I had to look up, though, and start, and I had to raise my, my, my text up. You know what I mean? Because I'm breaking protocol. I should have probably put my phone away. Maybe he thought I was trying to use it as some kind of, like, video device. Because after he got done peeing, I pee a long time. I'm like a camel, I swear to God. I'm like a camel, man. I'll pee for three minutes sometimes. No kidding. Three minutes of just like, are you kidding me, Kyle? That is a lot of urine. There is something wrong with your bladder. Meanwhile... Dude's over here putting on a little puppet show or something. Like he's dancing his penis around on his drawers. Like when he gets done with it, he's tingling. Now, you might ask how I know this. I don't know. But I know. <laughs> Without pecker peeping, somehow I know. He was doing something. I didn't see the penis, but I knew the actions, you know, like the elbows were out. And he was like shaking it, you know, but he wasn't touching it. He was shaking it like it was on the edge of his thing because I know he wasn't touching. I wasn't watching again, but I know he wasn't touching because his hands were too far apart. He was holding on to like his underwear and making some kind of like a trampoline there for his wango. And then he was, he was dangling it that way at the short urinal right next to me breaking so much protocol weirded me out but you know whatever i'm moving on with my day i start washing my hands he starts washing his hands like he's mirroring me we're in a love's bathroom though and the urinals like i said we're not being occupied but it's a love's bathroom there's a lot of people going in and out this is a truck stop you know so this guy uh he's he's uh he then matches my timing he washes his hands slightly before i do and this guy, he, here's where he blew it, really. This is where he blew everything. He opened the door for me on the way out, which was weird. I mean, I paused an extra second to try and let him go through. Like, what the fuck, dude? Don't open my door for a bathroom, and I'm a guy? No, listen, if this is... If this is going to be a relationship, if this is a thing, I'm the I'm the butch here, okay? But whatever. He opens the door for me. I walk through, and as I walk through, he hands me a white card, blank. It used to be, but it had in pen his phone number on it. And he told me, looking deeply in my eyes, I'm offering you a free massage up the road. Yeah. Yeah, I was put in a position. But, you know, I was already feeling... Because exactly that. You hear me bitch about my back all the time. I go and get worked by these masseuses. This one was free. I was thinking about it for a second. Hmm. (laughs) But no, something about it seemed nefarious. And who wants the guy who does a little puppet show with his penis trying to give him a massage? I'm pretty sure it was going to take a a turn. You know what I mean? Uh, I said, no, thank you. I handed him back his card. One of the most flattering things that ever happened to me. When we got out, I told my wife about it. I said, Candy, you won't believe it. I just got propositioned in the bathroom. Now, Candy is one of the few people. Well, actually, not anymore. Since 
since the ink master, I am attractive. I'm just having to reconcile with this, okay? Uh, I've spent my whole life being me, okay? <laughs> and until I was 40, 41, 40, 40 years old, I was never good looking. Only my wife. My wife thought I was good looking somehow. She saw me. She's, she needs glasses. <laughs> but, so my wife saw me. So, but I, I mean, I remember. I tried trying to get a date to the prom. It wasn't easy, you know? <laughs> People looked at me like, um, you know, I was who I was, this guy, and a little bit weird, and don't like to necessarily comb my hair or do the things that are fashionable. So I, I've never been attractive. So it really was flattering. But when I come outside, I tell my wife, and she's laughing about it, you know, as any woman, white, good wife would. And, and as we're driving out, she's looking at all this long line of trucks. And she's just thinking, just think, Kyle, your boyfriend could be in any one of those trucks. And I, oh, no, 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 no. You didn't recognize. I guess I didn't set the setting. This guy that came in was no trucker, okay? He was, like, dressed down for the day, and it was still two levels of fashion above me. You know what I mean? He had, like, the the, the iron polo shirt. I don't know, the iron polo shirt. He had, like, a polo shirt on instead of the office shirt. But you could tell he's normally wearing an office shirt. He's wearing dress shoes of some sorts. He was going there slumming it. And I was a little bit, you know, I was flattered at first until I really think about it. That guy already had it written on the card you know here i had his phone number on the card he walked in there knowing he was handing that out to somebody at one point i thought that i was standing next to a straight guy he saw my penis and he was just like oh my god and he turned right there you know and then he's like i need to write something down dude let's meet let's talk let's get together but no, he was already prepared for it so anyways but this guy was office material he got in one of them cadillacs the zig isn't that what they do they call it the Cadillac, the Zigs. It used to be a Katera or something. He got one of them small little sporty Cadillacs, you know, like uh, like he doesn't have kids to drive to school. <laughs> but he definitely, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I think he has. That was his. He, he's got a beard too. He's one of those kind of upscale gays that has to manage so many aspects of their life that they're driven crazy. They have to go to psychologists all the time. They're probably just like, why don't you just come out, man? Why don't you just come out? Like, your family would be better off. Don't you think you'd be wrong? But my, I'm saying, my sugar daddy could have been a sugar daddy. So he could have bought me other massages. Candy was thinking that he was just some trucker. No, no. Uh, so that's a, that's a moment. That's a thing. That actually happened. It was very flattering. <laughs> it was flattering. Um... And I think that's enough. Isn't that enough? Candy likes it when I talk and I, I hit certain marks <laughs> on these things. She's like, I think that there's certain, you know, people have, like, you got to make it long enough for a trip to a place, blah. But I think I've stayed too long and said too much. Definitely said too much. And so this one is done. <laughs>